Well, it's Monday, uh, February 5th, and it's been a while since my last podcast episode, so some of you might be wondering what I've been up to. Over the last two weeks, I've been messing around with 3D in Godot. Um, it's not my first time doing 3D. Uh, Tic Tac Tanks was done in 3D, and that was Godot 3 at the time, so it wasn't 4. But that was my first project, my first 3D project in Godot. Uh, and I turned it into a full game. So talk about, uh, I guess, I guess I really just dove right in the 3D, didn't I? I turned it into a full game. Uh, there wasn't any camera controls. It was also most of the time an orthographic uh, perspective, which made it seem kind of 2D-ish in its look. But yeah, I had like a, in Tic Tac Tanks, there was a, there was a grid and you had units on the grid and you could choose how to place those units in order to solve kind of a puzzle for how to defeat all the enemy units on the grid. So you'd pick your own units, choose where to put them and their orientation, and then the grid would play out left to right, top to bottom. And uh, you'd see if you were able to defeat the enemies, what kind of a score you got. And when you were placing the units, it was in uh, the camera was in an orthographic, um, I, I don't know what to call it, perspective, because it's not perspective, uh, view, I guess. And then when the battle played out, it's when you pressed play to see how you're how your um, configuration would would go, how well you did, it would be a perspective camera. It would change to kind of indicate that it was a completely different mode and you couldn't mess with the game. So I didn't have a lot of camera stuff. But anyway, so I, with that too, we hired, uh, the other person I worked with, we hired a 3D developer, or a 3D modeler, so we didn't have to model any of the units and try and deal with that. Um, so the reason I'm looking into 3D is because I'm considering doing a 3D course and my action RPG course in particular, I'm considering doing 3D. Uh, I don't know though yet, um, that's a lot to consider and I'm still kind of messing around with that. I So the first, so two weeks ago, I guess that week, I spent most of the week learning to 3D model, learning how to rig models, um, learning to do uh, some UV unwrapping. I still feel like I'm, I've got a lot to learn there. Um, learning how to animate 3D models, which also I have a lot to learn there still, I think. Uh, but I did learn quite a bit. And by the end of the week, I was able to create like a little animated Minecraft looking blocky character. Uh, that I imported into Godot and attached a character controller to and could move around. So, and then last week I did like a self-imposed game jam, I guess, with my brother. We spent the week making a little 3D game where you play as a drone collecting uh, resources on a planet to try and repair a ship um, to get your human back to Earth, I guess. And 
that was fun. It's not the greatest game. I'll probably end up uploading it to itch.io at some point, but it's not uploaded now. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, looking into 3D is definitely something I'm seriously considering for my next course, but I don't know for sure if that will be the case. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty around that. It's just something I'm looking at because I'm going to release a course this year. Uh, it's been a long time since I've done a new course uh, that I've really put a lot of, um, I guess, preparation into. Uh, and so that's what that's what I'm looking to try and do right now is a lot of preparation for this course. And uh, it will ideally will replace the one, one bit Godot course. Um, I, I'll no longer sell that course. I'll use this as kind of my entry level course, I guess. Um, yeah. So Wazard, uh, I haven't worked on Wazard for the last two weeks, but I've been thinking about it and I've watched some new, I guess I did, I did some work in watching some play tester videos and taking some notes. Uh, cause I got, I got a couple new play tester videos and I have, I have, I have a kind of a big decision with Wazard weighing on my mind. So here's, here's what it is. And I'm going to try to describe the pros and cons to this decision, uh, as best I can, but there's a lot of my own intuition going into this. So um, I'm going to have to say, trust me a little bit, uh, if I don't manage to explain this very well, because I think I already know what I want to do. Um, at least I'm going to move forward and experiment. I've already started. So here's the decision, uh, change the art style. That's the decision. Um, and the implications of changing the art style are depending on depending on how I change it very far reaching and uh, it would prevent me from being in production again. Uh, I would be in pre-production for even longer. And so that's one of the drawbacks. Uh, let's look at let's look at the what I'm thinking for the art style. So, I want to do an art style that is um, less perspective oriented. So Wazard right now is kind of a 2.5D pixel art game. And that perspective comes with consequences that I couldn't have, or at least that I didn't foresee. Uh, so let's say your player is moving around in the world, right? And there's a wall above the player. If the player moves up to that wall, their, their character sprite can um, overlap the wall some because we look down at the character and we go, oh yeah, it's like a 2.5D perspective. And I've created this perspective. It's, if you imagine something similar to uh, Zelda Link's Awakening or A Link to the Past or something, it's more similar to those games. I guess maybe A Link to the Past or, no, Minish Cap. That's a good example. It's very similar to Minish Cap. And I love that art style. Minish Cap has a great art style. It's 
really like excellent pixel art. Um, I love that art style. Uh, however, the problem with that art style is that I'm making a bullet hell game. I'm not making a little action RPG. And when I first started making this game, I didn't realize that it was a bullet hell game. Um, I kind of fell into that as I was making it. So I didn't, I didn't really know the genre that I was getting into. Now the problem is that if you have a 2.5D perspective in a bullet hell game, it's very difficult for the players to gauge when they're going to be hit by something. And it just feels bad. It feels really bad. Uh, and the other thing is that I was going to have to adjust the player character sprite again anyway because it's still a little too big for the... Uh, it's still too big. You might have heard that little ding because I um, had my computer speakers on. So apologize for that. It's still a little too big for the rooms that the character is in. So um, it feels too claustrophobic, I think, to players. Um, the space feels difficult to navigate and it doesn't feel very good. Now that's something I could fix without changing the art style completely, right? Although I would probably have to adjust some of the enemies too because they are also a little too big. So as I've been watching playtesters, I've been seeing this issue where they're struggling to... Uh, they're also struggling... The, the when, it, when there's a lot of projectiles on the screen, which happens as you start to get more secondary spells, there are more enemies with firing projectiles, it gets very chaotic and difficult to um, parse, I guess. It's difficult for the players to tell whose projectiles are whose, which ones that, that could hit them, which ones are their own. Um, and I think the art style is contributing to some of that confusion and that uh, busyness, visual busyness on the screen. So those are some of the problems. Um, so what I'd like to do is move toward an art style that is first uh, simpler to look at. So uh, I would say more... Uh, it's hard to describe the art style to you. Um, I'm trying to think of some games that, you know, kind of use similar art styles. Maybe something like Baba is You, but not quite that simple. Um, but something along those lines. I want to remove the perspective so the player's collider um, now just runs into walls, essentially. Um, and the walls will look kind of flat from the top. The character will look kind of flat from the top. It won't be a top view. It's almost like a, I don't know, like Egyptian hieroglyphics. Is that the right word? Hieroglyphic? Feels like the wrong word. Um, but you know what I mean. And so like something like that, where it's it's like it's like a almost like a platform perspective, but then when the character is moving or when you look at the scene, it's kind of like a top perspective. Um and, and I think that if I do that as creating a bullet hell game, I will be able to, uh, no, it, it, I'm certain that the players will be able to more easily tell 
when their player is going to get hit by something because it will be on like this 2D plane, right? You're no longer trying to gauge like a, a third dimension without actually having a real third dimension. It will just be like this 2D plane that you're moving around on. So gameplay-wise, it solves that problem. Um, and I think that is a very important problem to solve. Um, important enough that I'm willing to, to rework the art style. Uh, some of the other benefits that would come along with this is that I think as the the environments, I think, will still be... I, in fact, I think the environments will actually be harder. So that's kind of a drawback. I think I'll end up doing a lot more detail in the environments in order to make them look interesting. Um, each environment, like each room, will look more unique. I won't be able to just kind of... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to use tiles, I think, but each room, like before each room was essentially just the same room, but with a few different um, block tiles on it. And I think I'll have to do a lot more room variation with this. So in that sense, it's going to be more work. However, when it comes to enemies and uh, when it comes to creating new enemies, it's going to be easier. It's just going to be less cleanup and less less work, which is, I would think I'd prefer that because it means less animation time. Um, I'll try, I, I'm, I'm still messing with the art style, but I'd like to do very smooth looking animations with a lot of frames um, for the enemies. We'll see. But uh, yeah, the enemies, I, I believe the enemies will be much easier to create in this art style. So yeah, looking to production, I'll get a much um, I'll get some I'll get some reduced effort there for creating new enemies. And I like that because I want to have enemy variation. Yeah, we'll have to look at the lev the rooms and see how that all works because because yeah, it's it may end up being more work with the levels. But I I do think that that's that is worth it um, if there's extra work there. So here's the biggest drawback. The biggest drawback is that I have already pitched a specific art style and there are a lot of people who probably like the art style and are going to be shocked when I, when I change it because it's going to be significantly different. Um, I'm gonna gauge the reaction of my daughter uh, with this to see and use her, extrapolate her reaction out to everybody else, which isn't fair, but that's what I'm going to do. Um, but I think that marketing-wise, the simplest way to put this is design-wise for the game, I think this is the right decision. Marketing-wise, I think it's the wrong decision. And that puts me in a really awkward spot, right? Where I feel like design-wise, it's the best thing for the game, but marketing-wise, I think it might harm my marketing. But I'm also more concerned with the design of the game than I am with the marketing. And maybe that's wrong, but right now, this is a part-time project. And so uh, I, I have the luxury to be more con 
concerned with the design than the marketing. In the long run, I think it will help the marketing, but I think initially it's going to be hard. I, I mean, I say in the long run it'll help the marketing, but at the same time it could kill the project, you know, in in a sense. People might never, like, I might not be able to generate any interest in it because I kind of unintentionally pulled a bait and switch, right? This is the art style for this game I'm working on, and then all of a sudden it's significantly different. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know there. Um, I'm still thinking through this. However, I will say that marketing-wise, um, the project hasn't been breaking any records. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, I have over a thousand wish lists on Steam now, and that's pretty amazing. Um, but I'm not getting like a ton of wish lists every day, so it's not like it's not like the game is already converting well, and I could break it. Uh, it's more like the game is just do like moseying along and I could I could break it but moseying along isn't really that great anyways so um you know it's weird I get all this I get all this positive feedback when people are playing the game and not just what people are saying I can see that they're having fun in the video like in the video footage you know um I can see that people really like it I I truly think I have something special here that is that is really fun for people to play but marketing is just not it doesn't seem to be uh grabbing people's attention so so I think that's part of why I'm open to just trying a new art style and being like, well, you know, if if this does hurt the marketing, I think the trade-off is worth it. The, the positives outweigh the negatives. The positive of solving the design problem of people not being able to tell if they're going to get hit by a bullet, which in a bullet hell game is literally the worst thing you could have. It's a huge problem, right? Like, how fun is a bullet hell game where you're not sure if you're going to get hit by a bullet or not? You can't tell visually, and you're, it's ambiguous. It's it's awful. It's an awful experience, and that's the experience that I want to solve, and I think this art style solves it. I, I'm not going to lie. I also think the new art style looks cool. I don't see it as a downgrade. I know some people will. Some people will think that the original art style was cooler. I actually kind of think this art style is cooler, so... Even though it's like simpler looking, I think it looks really cool. Um, I'm a fan of it. So I'm not trying to say that uh, it's an ugly art style. I just think that switching art styles this late into development is going to be shocking for the people who are interested in the game. And well, I know it's going to be shocking. So I haven't committed to this route fully. I'm making some mock-ups. I'm going to show these mock-ups to some different people and gauge their reactions and um, think through this. Uh, I haven't committed, but I want to switch. I can tell that I already want to. Um, so unless I come up with an alternative plan that I see as a better solution, then I'm going to stick to this one. I'd be curious to hear you, uh, your all thoughts on it if you have different ideas for how to approach this problem. If you're like, Ben, 
changing your art style this late into development is going to ruin your project. You should never do that. Um, feel free to let me know. Uh, I don't think it will. I know, you know, I have what two videos on YouTube and a steam page. Um, you know, I think if I do another video, it's when I changed the art style on demon lock and reworked that and started mocking that up, it had just like the, the, the new art style got so much more attention. It just really, it, I, I improved the art style and also made it somehow easier to work with. Um, I don't know. It takes me a little while to kind of refine the art style for the project that I'm working on. But, and that brings me into a whole other topic, which I'm going to save for another video, which is workflows. It's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, ideal workflows for your project, how solo developers need to have strong workflows. It's the only way they can finish their projects. Well, either that or they spend six years on it, you know. Uh, you know, you can have a bad workflow and just work longer, but yeah, um, it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. And I think this art style will have a better workflow overall. Even if the, even if each room, even if the rooms require more work, I think overall it will have a better workflow and we'll just look cool too. It's going to look cool. Trust me. Just tr remember how at the beginning I said to trust me a little bit. Uh, I'll probably be posting some mock-ups in my discord, not today, um, but sometime this week. So if you're interested in like seeing the new art style that I'm looking to attempt, um, keep an eye out in the Discord if you're part of the Discord. Of course, the Discord, I, I say that and I do want to give the disclaimer that the Discord is a student-only Discord. It's not a public Discord. Um, I have multiple reasons for doing that, but yeah, if you if you own if you own any of my courses, you have access to the Discord through that course. There'll be a lecture that gives you access, so you can check that out. If not, I'll probably be posting on Mastodon uh, as well. So if you want to find me on there, um, Heartbeast, you Heartbeast, I think it's Heartbeast at Game Dev Place or Heartbeast Game Dev Place. I don't remember. I don't know Mastodon very well, but I'm not on Twitter. I'm not posting on Twitter, so I'll post some stuff on there. You can check it out. And eventually there'll be a YouTube devlog about this if I do switch over the art style because it's going to be a significant change to the game and I think doing a devlog will be appropriate. There you go. That's going to be it. This is a 22-minute episode. It's a little longer than usual, but I appreciate you all listening uh, as I think through uh, and talk through my different thoughts on my projects, my where I'm going. I'm still really excited about Wazard. Uh, it's, I, I'm, I've loved this project. The development cycle for this you know maybe this is taking longer than i wanted that i hoped originally but i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying all of it and and i have the luxury to since i'm doing it part-time since it's not full-time i don't have to rush it i can take my time enjoy it and do a good job and uh and so i've been really i've been really enjoying the process even though it's taking longer and i think if anything 
that has been the biggest change between Wazard and Demonlock. Um, you know, using the production point method from my book versus not. The biggest change has been how much I'm enjoying this project. Whereas Demonlock was extremely stressful and frustrating and I felt like I was hitting my head against the wall. That's not how I feel with Wazard. I feel like I'm really enjoying this process and that's that's been the biggest difference. And that's probably why I'll end up finishing Wazard and why I have to completely start over with Demonlock to try and attempt to finish it. So, yeah, I got pre-production right this time, right enough that I'm enjoying it. And I think that's the, that's the takeaway here so far. Uh, we'll see. We'll see from here on out. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.